Hey, welcome in to Wisdom of the Sages, where each week I pull a story from history, one of those masters of achievement stories that have inspired me so much over the years and hope it does you as well. Well, this one comes from my book, No More Mondays. I'm going to title it, Write Yourself a Check. So the comedic actor Jim Carrey grew up in a family so poor that for a time they lived in their Volkswagen van on a relative's lawn. But Jim Carrey believed in his future, even when it may have seemed likely he would follow his parents into poverty. From young age, Carrey knew he had a greater calling. When he was only 10 years old, he mailed his resume to the Carol Burnett Show. And that sense of hope continued as Jim Carrey got older. The story is told that one night in 1990, when Carrey was just a struggling young comic in Los Angeles, he drove his old beat-up Toyota to the top of a hill. While sitting there, broke, looking down over the city and dreaming of his future, he wrote himself a check for $10 million, folded it, put in the notation line for acting services rendered, dated it Thanksgiving 1995, that was five years later, he stuck that check in his wallet. And, as they say, the rest is history. By 1995, Jim Carrey had seen the tremendous success of Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. The Mask, and my personal favorite, Liar Liar. His film fee had escalated to $20 million. Now, was writing that check just a meaningless trick, or did it really set the stage in some way for his eventual success? You know, when I had the IRS knocking on my door and we were losing our house, I kept a $100 bill in my wallet. No matter how broke we were, there were times I couldn't pay the light bill, I knew I had that $100 in my pocket. I'm convinced that little tactic helped me stay optimistic when everything else seemed hopeless. And as a reminder of that, I've freely given that $100 away many times to others who were struggling for hope. What are you doing to direct your thinking toward the future you want? While I was struggling with the feelings surrounding my own devastating loss in a really dark time, a friend recommended that I read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl the account of the Jewish doctor's experiences as a prisoner during the Holocaust. Now imagine this for a moment. Your family has been taken away. You're stripped of all personal belongings. Your home, your possessions, your watch, even your wedding ring are gone. Your head is shaved, your clothes removed, you're marched into a Gestapo courtroom. And after you're falsely accused and interrogated, the German high command finds you guilty and sentences you to death in a work camp. These instant decisions were based not on any real evaluation of right or wrong, but simply on the appearance of physical health and stamina or lack thereof. Now, years of indignity and humiliation follow in that concentration camp. Dr. Frankel watched as most of those saved in that initial selection deteriorated physically and still were sent to the gas chambers. No hope, no light at the end of the tunnel. You give up, right? But wait, giving up is not the only choice. Dr. Frankel experienced devastating and terrifying events. However, he realized he had the power to choose one thing, his attitude. No matter what the future had in store for him, he could choose his state of mind. Do I throw in the towel or persevere? Do I hate the Gestapo command or forgive them? Do I exist in a world of deprivation and self-pity or endure the hardships? Dr. Frankel chose to exist in a world he created in his mind. He survived and was finally liberated. His attitude sustained him. 
But Dr. Frankel further observed that it was not age, education, or even physical health that determined who survived the atrocities of those concentration camps. The only consistent characteristic of those who survived to freedom was a sense of hope and a constant belief in a better future. Belief that tomorrow held opportunity and promise. Now, let me quickly add, this horrendous piece of history certainly saw many individuals full of hope who were sent to their deaths regardless. I mean, even hope may not provide an escape in the absence of morality, logic, and reasoning, a frightening reality we've seen played out more recently in Rwanda, Darfur, other places. But Dr. Frankel's story remains proof that it's possible to liberate our minds, even in the face of tremendous adversity. We are equipped to rise above negative circumstances to joy, victory, and accomplishment. This, however, is potential, not determinism. You choose. Dr. Frankel lived the belief that life is 10% what happens to us and 90% how we respond to it. You get to choose. Remember that happiness is a function of character, not circumstances. All of us can probably think of an instance where we would have been justified to feel like victims of circumstances. But even in the middle of a job loss, personal rejection, or business failure, we can choose optimism, joy, and a better future. Hey, maybe it's time to write yourself a check. 